When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome back to 365 Days with MXM Tune. I'm Maya, a singer, songwriter, video maker, Oakland native, and ocean enthusiast. I'm also a huge fan of history. I love untold stories, gross facts, and secrets, anything weird, dark, and funky from the past. Each day I'm going to share one of my favorite deep cuts with you, so let's take a look at today's stories. It's 365 with MXM Tune. New facts every day, so don't leave too soon. I'm gonna teach you stuff, no, it won't be tough. Gonna go a year till you've had enough. It's 365. Today, in 1975, the Steven Spielberg thriller Jaws premiered in theaters. The film, which told the tale of a great white shark terrorizing beachgoers in a New York beach town, starred Roy Scheider. Richard Dreyfuss, and Robert Shaw. It was a huge hit, grossing $472 million at the box office and making Spielberg's then-budding career. It was also a production plagued by problems. It was the first major motion picture to be shot in the ocean, which caused significant technical issues, plus the mechanical shark kept breaking. In the end, though, Jaws came out to be a classic and set the tone for the big-budget summer blockbuster. But let's rewind. Jaws was based on author Peter Benchley's 1974 novel of the same name. It takes place on Amity Island, a fictional beach town in New York. After a series of fatal shark attacks, including a young woman who got pulled underwater while skinny dipping and a little boy who was attacked in full view of the crowded beach, police chief Martin Brody, played by Scheider, teams up with oceanographer Matt Hooper, played by Dreyfus, and local shark fisherman Quint, played by Shaw, to hunt down the culprit. Universal producers Richard D. Zanuck and David Brown bought the rights to Benchley's book in 1973, a year before its publication. You can buy the film rights to something before it's published, FYI, and started searching for directors they thought might be a good fit. At the time, Spielberg was 26 years old and had just finished directing The Sugarland Express for Universal. You probably haven't heard of it because it wasn't a particularly big film. Zanuck and Brown wanted someone more experienced to direct Jaws, since based on the book, they expected there'd be a lot of difficult scenes to film. They were right. In the end, though, Zanuck and Brown's other director picks didn't work out, so they went with Spielberg. Spielberg might have regretted that a bit once the film started, though. The shoot was plagued by problems. None of the human actors were intended to be the real stars of the film. That honor was supposed to go to the Mechanical Sharks, which took a team of 40 effects technicians, five months to assemble. Filming was done on Martha's Vineyard, a population vacation island off the coast of Massachusetts. It was chosen because the ocean floor there was relatively shallow for about 12 miles off the shore, which would make it easier for the sharks to operate in the water. 
Most directors would have used a miniature shark model in a tank, but Spielberg was insistent that the shoot be done in the ocean and that the mechanical sharks be life-sized to make the film look better. Unfortunately, the elements did not exactly work in his favor. Bad weather, salt water, screwing with equipment, and unwanted sailboats floating into view kept screwing up shoots. Most importantly, the mechanical sharks, those same sharks that took months to build and dozens of people to create, kept breaking in the water. This was understandably frustrating to Spielberg, who later agreed that he was being foolhardy when I demanded that we shoot the film in the Atlantic Ocean and not in a North Hollywood tank. But it also ended up being a blessing in disguise. Spielberg had a limit to the number of shots that included the ever-breaking mechanical sharks, and the film's titular killer ended up being an even scarier unseen presence. As Spielberg once said in an interview, the shark not working was a godsend. It made me become more like Alfred Hitchcock than like Ray Harryhausen. The shoot ended up going from a scheduled 55 days to 159 days, and Spielberg was certain his career was over. Not so much, though. Jaws was a huge hit with audiences and did well with critics. It won three Academy Awards for Best Film Editing, Best Original Dramatic Score, and Best Sound, and was nominated for Best Picture. It grossed $472 million at the box office, then a massive overtaking for a summer action film. It cemented itself in cinematic history. It influenced subsequent horror films like 1979's Alien and inspired Hollywood to invest in big-budget action films for summer months. It also spawns some shark phobia and general misconceptions about sharks. Though the film portrayed sharks as ferocious man-eaters, sharks generally avoid humans and only attack when provoked. In fact, in the United States, a person's chance of getting attacked by a shark is 1 in 11.5 million, and a person's chance of getting killed by a shark is less than 1 in 264.1 million. In comparison, the U.S. traffic fatality rate is 12.4 deaths per 100,000 inhabitants. So, Jaws was bad news for sharks. On the other hand, it was good news for Steven Spielberg. He went on to direct American film classics like Raiders of the Lost Ark, E.T. the Extraterrestrial, Jurassic Park, and Saving Private Ryan. Here are some fun facts about Jaws. Jaws's biggest literary influence is Herman Melville's American classic, Moby Dick. Coincidentally, one of the director's universal producers initially expressed interest in hiring for the film, but got passed over because he kept calling the shark a whale. Actor Robert Shaw kept running away to Canada to avoid tax problems during the shoot. Spielberg named the mechanical shark Bruce after his lawyer. There have been several Jaws sequels, none of which were nearly as big or as good as the original. An actor, Roy Scheider, improvised the film's most memorable line, you're gonna need a bigger boat. So happy birthday, Jaws! Now, let's talk about music. Today in 2018, hip-hop boy band Brockhampton released Tanya, the debut single off their fourth studio album, Iridescence. The band actually debuted the single on Late Night with Jimmy Fallon, performing with guest vocalists Jasmine Sullivan, Ryan Beatty, and Serpent With Feet. The album itself received critical acclaim and debuted at number one on the US Billboard 200 when it was released that October. Happy anniversary to Tanya! And now for our final segment, I'll be going into my own photo archives to see what I was up to on a June 20th in my life. On June 20th, 2020, I made a now infamous TikTok that I am extremely proud of. 
There was a individual by the username of American Blondie that made a song or not a, not a song. She made a video uh, utilizing my song Prom Dress to talking about how she was sitting around waiting for Trump to be reelected. And um, I yelled at her on TikTok. I reacted and I yelled at her. And um, it now has 3.1 million views. I don't regret a single thing. I'm really glad he didn't get reelected. And I hope she's still waiting. <laughs> Thanks for going back in time with me. And remember to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. You can come back tomorrow for more stories from the past. It's 365 with MXM Tune. New facts every day, so don't leave too soon. I'm gonna teach you stuff. No, it won't be tough. Gonna go a year till you've had enough. It's 365.